Welcome to the second episode of Picture Dis. Thank you for taking the time to listen. During the first episode, I talked about Game of Thrones and how the show opened up a conversation about disability. But for this episode, I'll be shifting gears. I'll be talking about my love for reading and writing. And just for fun, I'll be reading two poems that I wrote, one about friendship and one about Kobe Bryant. Why do I love writing? How did I exactly start writing short stories and poems? Let's take a trip down memory lane. For me, writing has always been therapeutic. The first time I wrote a poem, besides writing in my regrets diary, was when I was in middle school. I had lost a close friend of mine, and I turned to writing to deal with my loneliness, pain, anger, and frustration. We had one computer at home that my sisters and I shared, so whenever I did not have access to it, I would write stories and poems on paper. Then, when my sisters would let me go on the computer, I would go to the website I created through AOL, I think it was called Hometown, and post my writing there. My username was PoeticIce3. Anyhow, I don't have many good memory I don't have many good memories of middle school, and I'm sure many of you feel the same way or have the same memories from high school. During my teenage years, writing was my best friend. It was something I could always turn to that would lift my spirits and make me gain confidence in myself. Till this day, it's a way for me to deal with my emotions and pain. It's also a way for me to gather my thoughts and express myself. I've always been able to express myself better through writing, and I have felt the need to write. The following quote by F. Scott Fitzgerald expresses exactly that. You don't write because you want to say something. You write because you have something to say. Now I'd like to read a poem that I wrote when I was, I believe, 11 or 12 years old. The name of the poem is um, Couldn't Get the Job Done. They took advantage of me but I knew how to deal with it. They tried to take all the goodness inside of me by hurting me, but did I let them? No, I still have all the good that was always within me. They made an attempt to make my life miserable, full of sorrow. Did it work? Somehow, but I still have those joyful moments. I don't have any resentment towards them like they wanted me to. They wanted me to reminisce the times I had spent with them and to realize that I could never get it back. But do I ever want them back in my life? No. Isn't it ironic that everything they thought would occur turned out to be the opposite? All the pain of loneliness they caused me to undergo is all behind me. The words out of their mouths are all lies and they're callous, selfish, and fake. I'm wiser now, clever enough to figure out that I don't need them. All they wanted me to do was run back to them. But I didn't. Ha ha. Why did they do this? Are they jealous? They wanted to destroy my life so eventually I would hate myself. Wrong again. I'll always feel proud of who I am. Did they get what they wanted? To destroy my life? No, they couldn't get their job done. As I mentioned before, writing has helped me express my thoughts and emotions. But I've also been a bookworm. Recently, one of my favorite favorite books has been The Mamba Mentality by Kobe Bryant. He has always been my inspiration, starting from when I was a young adult until now. 
The dedication, perseverance, and confidence that he showed through example and instilled in me helped me this past summer. You may be wondering how. This past summer, I had two very stressful interviews for a full-time position at the community college I work at. I eventually got called in for the first round of interviews. For the past five years, I had worked tirelessly for this, but I knew I still had work to do to be able to get to the final round. What's funny is that a lot of the work that I am talking about were things that I guess I did naturally and later read about in Kobe's book. I'm not comparing myself to the Black Mamba, obviously, but I think what I felt when reading his big book is captured in the following quote I read many years ago. I'm not sure who wrote it, but here it is. That is the part of the beauty of all literature. You discover that your longings are universal longings, that you're not lonely and isolated from anyone. You belong. So what connections did I find between my professional career and what Kobe wrote in his book? I'll mention a few. The first is paying attention to detail. Kobe says in his book how he would read the referee's manual to understand where there were blind spots on the court so that he could have an edge during the game. This is a strategy that really at at the end of the day makes a huge difference. I feel like this is similar to me making a list of things I wanted to mention during the interview to stand up from the rest of the candidates. I sometimes wonder if some of these things Kobe talks about in his book were subtle things that I learned from him, watching him play basketball and watching uh, post-game interviews. Uh, I was a Lakers fanatic growing up, so I would watch every single game year after year. Another thing that Kobe admits is that he would get nervous, but that he was also confident. Uh, I remember this feeling as I was sitting down during my interview and had a bunch of questions in front of me. It was so nerve-wracking, but I knew I got it. I knew that I was the right person for this position, and I just focused on making a connection between the questions and the list I had met, I had made to prep for the interview. I was really confident in myself. Kobe also mentions that he took cat naps. Who knew? Can I just say that I love taking a quick 15-minute power nap? Re-energizes me like nothing else. And the final thing that I want to mention that Kobe talks about is that he was not afraid of making mistakes. He loved asking questions to those who uh, knew and came before him. And he understood that he did not need to reinvent the wheel. And he really exemplified someone who self-assessed, diagnosed weaknesses, and turned flaws into strengths. His words, not mine. These are such important qualities that I believe I learned by watching him play basketball. And without even being aware of it, doing the same in my career. I loved reading his book, and I'm sure I'll be rereading it several times. I already miss him and wish he had time to write another one similar to the Mamba mentality. The only way I have dealt with his passing was by writing a poem that I want to share with you. I call this one Ache. Goodbye, I muttered reluctantly. Memories etched on my mind. How could they not be? Tears like raindrops, I sob. 
sorrow lasting eternally. Power you have unmistakingly. Mistakes engraved in your history. Without them, who would you be? Invisible like a phantom, you linger. Regrets stinging perpetually. I'd like to leave you with that and ask you to think about what you are passionate about. Make time every day to do what you love, even when things are hectic like they are now during this pandemic. This has helped me stay sane, and I hope it helps you too. Thank you for tuning in, and until next time, stay safe and healthy.